Cody's right here, so. Oh, we talked about it. Cole talked it. Okay. Ready to go. Yeah. Oh, we shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink. Welcome to the Bogey Boys podcast. You're joined here by Kevin and Mark, as always. What's happening, bro? Not much, bro. How are we? Weirdly excited for this one. Why? Don't know. I think it's just excited in, in general. Back into a rhythm now, aren't we? Yeah. I think a few things are flowing and a few things are moving behind the scenes. Like, so hard work starting to pay off sort of thing a little bit. And it's just exciting me for season checks. two. Yeah. I'm yeah, just getting no. right into it. That's it. The golf's been good as well. That always helps, hasn't it? Quite yeah. a bit of golf to the viewers. The show goes on. Well, we've definitely, the, yeah. And the Lucia, we've got the CJ Cup and there's also... A win for our Charlie Hull on the L.E.T. So, yeah. um, before we get into that, though, a bit of golf news going on. What have you got? I've got a mad one. Former tour player Casey Martin. Do you know who he is? Never heard of him. So, he was on the same golf team as Tiger Woods um, at Stanford. Oh. And he got his PJ Tour card in 99. And he became famous in 2000 when he successfully sued the PJ Tour for the rights to use a golf buggy in professional tournaments. Well, how many needs the golf buggy? So he basically, he's 49 now, so he had a circulatory disorder called Kippel Terenuri Weber Syndrome. That could have been pronounced completely wrong. Eh? More than likely. But yeah, I think it's something to do with his, his leg. He lost the use in his legs, right. and then now he's had a car crash, and it's actually because, yeah. forced him to be able to not use it at all. Like, the use hasn't come back, so he's got to get it amputated. So oh, Jesus. he's made the headlines for that. That just recently, is it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was uh, this week, so... Uh, any other? Um, just the European tour schedule kicks off in South Africa. Oh, yeah. Um, just announced there, 25th to the 28th of November. It's going to kick off the 2022 season for the Joburg Open. And that's going to be followed on the 2nd to the 5th of December with the South African Open. And then um, it'll conclude the South African Swing with the Alfred Dunhill Championship, the 9th to the 12th of December. So, it's um, obviously, the Dubai Championship is in three weeks. And as soon as that finishes... The, to- the tournaments are starting straight away, so there's no rest. Yeah, I think since COVID, it. it's reshuffled everything, hasn't it? And yeah. like even the PGA Tour had its longest ever season. Now the European Tour is doing, like obviously not stopping at all. So that's it. It's like we're getting golf like all all year round. So all that means is no rest for us. I've got to say, I used to be Boston when, <laughs> when you could see it. I got on, get a week on off telly. Christmas. Yeah, so. yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and then other news. Obviously, I know we review the golf, but I thought. I mentioned John Murphy last week, didn't I? Done the one to watch segment. Oh yeah, the Irish lads. Um, just keeping an eye on him. He actually finished third on the Challenge Tour. That finish moves him up nineteen places to 69th. Um, so then he's at the final tournament now, which is the Challenge Costa Bravo that started today. Oh yeah. Um, when I looked, he hadn't teed off. I know Ewan was two under through three. Ewan nice. Ferguson. He had a decent finish. He stays six, but we know he's already secured his his tour card because he'll finish top twenty. But yeah, this is his last chance. He's 69th. He's got to move into the top 44. And then that so he needs another good week, really. He needs another good week, really, yeah, to move up some places. So they and do that... it the same as the FedEx then, do they, where they knock half the field and then half the field or whatever? Yeah, so it goes, it'll go to the top 44 and it won't be whoever finishes top 20 in that tournament. It'll just be whoever the top 20 point scorers, but only the top 44 get the opportunity at the Tour Championship ah, to, play, see, yeah. to play for the top 20 cards. So, for example... Ewan sixth, he's already got his card. So even when he goes to the tour championships, he can't physically finish outside the top twenty. Yeah. So he'll go to the tour championships to try and win the tournament. But he'll um, he'll know that he's going there securing his card. Where there's a few others, like remember we spoke about Jigger Thompson. Yeah, yeah. He got a hole in one at the open, didn't he? And made, yeah. and made the cut. Well, he's back on the the challenge tour trying to get his card on the European tour. He finished second last week and he moved up twenty nine places to twenty fourth. So, so it just shows you anyone who's like. 40th or, or whatever coming into this week, they could really get press up into the top 20, can't they? And then, well, that's it. You know yeah, it if a second gets you that many places up, well, that's it. Yeah, you've got you've got this you've got this tournament today, which starts today, four day event. And then again, once that's concluded, we'll have the final 44 and then top 20. I'll get the card. So, I'd little look Baldwin's in 81st place. So, oh, yeah. um, I'm presuming he'd probably need to win this week. Um, to get into the top 44. Um, but yeah, no, there's a, the Tour Champions will take place between the 4th and the 7th of November. So they'll play this week, then they'll have a break. Uh, and then from the 4th to the 7th of November, we'll get to see who the top 20 are who secure the European Tour card for next season. And then obviously, as I just mentioned there, 
uh, 25th to 28th of November is going to be the first tournament. So they'll be on the European tour within three weeks from when they conclude that event. Nice, nice. Well, speaking about getting cards, we had Paul Kinnear and Dan Croft, didn't we? We did, yeah. Both getting the cards in the um, Stoke by Nayland event in the Euro Pro. Yeah. And both got hole in ones, didn't Unbelievable. they? Unbelievable. Same old. You couldn't, you couldn't script it. Could like you? I was like, is it is that like October the fifteenth? Was it? It'll have to be national. national make a hole in one if you've been on the Bogey Boys <laughs> podcast, eh? Definitely, yeah. No, it was good. Um, good to see them both obviously securing the cards. It was um, a couple of lads that we know who didn't quite make the cards, but other yeah. lads that we know who also made the cards. But those two, um, being good supporters of the podcast and, and done done shows with us, haven't they? So, of course, yeah. But there's um, loads of other ways in Monday qualifiers and like, and there's other ways to the challenge tour as well. The way, um, remember Big Hayden, yeah. who used to who's come on the pod, obviously you played you with him. him. Yeah, yeah, do you remember him? He doesn't <laughs> remember you every time I've asked him. <laughs> <laughs> Speaks to him every day, me bro. Um, yeah, he is going to the Alps tour oh, to give it a little okay. a little bash. So he's gonna go. Said it's gonna get him used to traveling, used to we'll like shout. being in hotels, being on his own. I wonder what the level's like over there. Because the Euro Pro this year has been heavy, hasn't it? Oh, heavy, yeah. 22 under, 24 under. And I, we'll have to, have to do a full little um, a little check out of that, but yeah. I don't could know. Be a good routine, definitely. Of course, yeah. yeah. Well, he's getting married on like the 4th of December. He's doing his Alps Tour qualifying, getting married on the 4th of December. And then it starts like in, I think it's January or... All right. He'll probably be divorced by February, won't he? <laughs> he's <laughs> never, never, now. never home. <laughs> but like, I think... It might give him a better thing where he's like away and he's playing golf and then he's back and then he switches off. Yeah, rather than... Do you know what I mean? Rather, rather than, than like driving and then driving, like you're coming back, back driving, and you know what I mean? That travel aspect of it, we spoke to a few of the lads on the Euro Pro Tour and that travel aspect, it doesn't seem good, does it? No, it's not, is it? You've got to get used to it because that's just, you know, the only ones who are high flying and the ones who are world number three, four, five, they're the ones getting your private jets and going from tournament to tournament. The rest... Just not doing that. Either. Well, that's it. Like I, I went to Norwich at the weekend, didn't I? Played Royal Norwich and I played Barn and Broom, and I was packing my suitcase and it's like stayed to like a night, and, and I was like, "This is what it'd be like if I'd missed the cut, man. I'd like to have to just pack <laughs> my bags and get off. Like it's horrible. <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is the way yeah, I can it. imagine this being horrible on the lower tours as well. You go away with no money, you're at a loss, and you've got to do a seven, eight hour travel back. Oh, home. I had to do four and a half hour drive back, but I played quite well on the Sundays. So I was happy, and I'd, obviously. I'd missed any cuts in it, and so now so let's see how Hayden gets on. Yeah, made that's board, it. I know honest. it's a good decision, it's a brave decision. I'm sure that was what Baldwin did as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think yeah, he went over the Alps, didn't he? And done a bit of bit of bit of bit on the Alps. So I don't know whether that was his route into the challenge or whether he got through the Euro Pro, but I do know that he done well on the Alps. So went over there, did he? Yeah, mm-hmm. saying did he? Like, I didn't listen to the podcast, <laughs> like, obviously, <laughs> we've done a few since then. I know, yeah, definitely. But yeah, yeah. yeah I am. Um, so, the other bit of golf news was, um. Leading osteopath Pora Singh says that he'd be astounded if Tiger Woods was to retain in April. So he'd be made up for him, but he'd be astounded based on the injuries and the level of injuries he's had. Um, he doesn't expect him to be back anytime soon. What does he know? <laughs> well, he is an osteopath. Like, like leading osteopath? Is he leading on Tiger's kit? Is he working with Tiger? Check, I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, fuck him anyway. Would like. But, oh, he better prepare to be astounded <laughs> if he's if he'd be astounded. Tiger's the astounder, isn't he? He's the astounder, yeah. literally, though. The astounder. Well, that's yeah, no one ever thought he'd come back and play again. He came back and won the Masters, so exactly. you can never write him off. But you know, the injuries he's had, as really. you say, Muhammad Ali come back one too many times, didn't he? So it's not always great, is it? No, when these greats carry on, but well, Tiger's, hopefully, Tiger's not finished yet. No, no, way. definitely not. It's too like Phil's still going, isn't he? So. Hopefully that that's like no that'll spare them on, do you know what I mean? Yeah, still trying to chase. Imagine over. Tiger just dominating the scene sort of that'd be so yeah. sick, wouldn't it? Unbelievable, yeah. As we're in a new podcast oh, yeah. season. Yeah. Um let's start with that time again. It's that time again, y'all. The birdie boogie bust, the birdie boogie bust, birdie bogey bust. I think it's better this way. Yeah. Because we end up chatting about this and then bringing it back up, whereas we can chat about this and then Bring it back up the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Flip reverse. No, yeah. it does. You're right. It makes sense to do it this way. Well, we just it... get our boss put points across and then talk about it instead of talking about it and then picking our best point. So it's yeah. six to one half a dozen, in it? Our bad, our ugly out the way now. Yeah. And then obviously we can go for it. So what's your birdie? My birdie is you go first this week. Is that your birdie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My birdie is letting you go first. Thanks, mate. No, because we're gonna. what we'll do is we'll keep it proper, like bang, 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 like that. Bang, bang, bang. I went first last week, I, I think. Like did they? So, <laughs> I can't remember. This was, this was six days ago. That's been a while. No it? idea. 
Um, our first ever podcast guest to claim a professional victory. Who was that? Charlie Hull. Oh, you're not counting Sean Tandro's victory in the thing? Well, televised then. Okay. Sean did win, didn't he, actually? Fucking hell. Sorry, Sean. Sorry, um, Sean. Charlie Hull, she won the uh, Amra- Amraco series event. She did, um, yeah. Over in New York. And what a performance it was for her, by the way. It's quality. In them conditions. Blowing, I know. Blowing a hooli and um, shooting a 65. But not only to win, but to beat such a, a strong field and world number one. One million Nelly percent, Corda. yeah. Obviously, Nelly, we spoke about it all year, haven't we, on the, on the pod? Easily the informed player and best player on the LPJ Tour, isn't she? So, and the world. And the world, yeah. So, you know, just um, to, to beat Nelly just shows that she, she does belong. Um, oh, a million percent, like. But it's mad that she's a few behind, isn't she? Starts around with four consecutive birdies to get right up there into contention. Yeah. Picks up a couple more, and then birdies the last to win yeah. by one. Well, yeah, because yeah, because Nelly Corda was coming down eighteen, still one back. Even that up and down, going on Charlie Hall up and down on seventeen out the bunker was phenomenal, yeah. wasn't it? I know Nelly Corda done the same when she come down seventeen, but then you move on to eighteen. Obviously, the drivable par four, isn't it? With the, yeah. with the damn wind, Nelly's put in the front bunker. You think world number one from here, bread and butter. She's just done it on the last hole and got up and down. Um, but for whatever reason, she just it's a bad one and can can convert the put so. Um, Charlie beats her by one and claims that it's the first victory in a while back in the winner's circle, is it? Yeah, since 2019, the Fatima Bint Maybank Ladies Open in Abu Dhabi. Okay, that's the last so, time she won. Is that the last LET event, was it? Cause, that was uh, just the last victory, yeah. I don't know what, what victory, tour that was yeah. on. must have been the LET, yeah. Yeah, and she won a Rose Ladies Series event, did she? Yeah, it must yeah. She won. The, she won, no, she won the Order of Merit. The, the, she won the first ever Rose Ladies Series Order of Merit, didn't she? No, uh, sure right. She Maybe they're not events. classed as actual events because there's one day, aren't they? Yeah, okay. They're not classed yeah. as like in your winnings in of your, your, winnings, your yeah. of your events. Do you I know. know what I, mean? I think her only other victory on the LPJ Tour was that one in 2016, wasn't it? Uh, when she won the Tour Championships. Oh yeah. She yeah. never actually won the number one standings. She um, won the event. She won the event. Yeah. So yeah. no, yeah. Um, I just think you know. It's good to see one of our guests finally oh, using yeah, the, the bogey boy's blessing. Of course, uh, she <laughs> saved it up, didn't she, for when Nelly was about? That's it, yeah. I'll show it. you. I've got the blessing of the bogey boys. <laughs> I starting to think it was a bogey boy's case, but we'll slowly turn that around. That's just for us. <laughs> the, uh, have you seen how they do the um, the picking the teams for this Aramco event? So they all go into like a studio and they all like, I've got like a little desk each, each team captain. And then each team captain picks it out of a ball of one person. And who, who they get on the team? Like it's like the World Cup draw. I've seen that it's dra- like a draft, isn't it? Like a, so yeah, like a draft slash they draw pick a thing. Pro and then they pick an amateur, don't they? Yeah, well, yeah, and then they out of, out of a pot. So you mean it's boss, isn't it? Because you could like you go, and you don't know who you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, something different, isn't it? Yeah, that's you know it. Mean? Yeah, it's, it's all more... about making it's growing the game and making it a bit more fun. And yeah, but when it looked like they were having a proper laugh as well, like at the at the event, all having a little buzz and that chilling out. Like... Well, when we spoke to like Sophie and Amy Bolden and, and people like that, you know, they they always said like the good thing about the ladies. European tour is that everyone gets on so yeah they were saying they're friendly no BM what's your birdie my birdie is just Rory getting back to winning ways and like normal service resumed hopefully well yeah he's um he's had a difficult couple of months I know he had that win didn't he but uh last season and he did get to the tour championships but he come outside the top 15 in the world didn't he had a bit of a poor one in the Ryder Cup and just yeah uh, yeah. it's just nice to see a world-class like field Big boys chasing them down, playing with with Fowler, like Morikawa coming and shooting the lights out nearly, and then obviously we'll come on to review the whole thing. But literally, my birdie is just Rory back winning. Yeah, no, it was good and we'll to we'll see. review the tournament in a sec. Yeah, good to see, good to see. Well, um, my bogey is I don't know if you've seen the news about Jason Day. No, um, well he's come out and he's opened up about his injuries. Uh, as we know, he's been injured. Really back, didn't he? It's bad yeah, back. His back's been injured. Yes, so he's been quite injury prone over the last couple of seasons. But he's come out and he says at the moment. He's lucky if he's going to be getting three tournaments in the space of six months, which for someone who is former world number one, you know what I mean, you've got to pick and choose what tournaments you're playing. So a tournament every two months. So he's potentially playing in five, six tournaments a year, and there's four majors, so he's missing some big events. He's obviously going to prioritise the majors and then a couple yeah. more events. It's not really. Yeah, he'll prioritise the majors till his category runs out, till his exemption finishes. For well, this is the problem. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, to see somebody as good as him and as talented as him, and obviously what he's won so far, far he's a major champion. Injury just... does plague the best of them, though, doesn't it? Like you see these amazing talents come up in footy and. Different sports and sports, just yeah. get cabbaged and then they can't play. Do you know That's mean? it, career-ending injuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he did. He mentioned obviously that the pain he's going through it's affecting him 
uh, but it's also affecting them mentally and it's just getting a bit too tough. So, well, yeah, it's, I, like, it's like anyone that, once you've had an injury or anyone that's had an injury knows, like, you when you feel it, you just can't like do something that you want to do. Yeah, you sit there, like, you can't, you got to go to the gym, like, you just you end up comforting and you put on weight and you just can't do nothing. It's bad. Well, your mind wants to do something, doesn't it? And yeah, like and your you body want, can't. You go and your body can't physically do it because of your yeah. injuries. So, yeah, I just thought that was a bit. Bit of a bit of a sad. Yeah, sad, it's a justifiable bogey, even yeah. even potentially a buster. Yeah, well, the, the reason is you know not bust. I'll open up in a minute and tell you exactly why. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what's your bogey? My bogey is very scary news, actually. Oh, very scary news. Remember me well beating sixty six at a shot. First ever pro Drag- event win. First ever pro event win. I remember it well. Took me to new heights. Thought I was going to the tour. The next thing you qualifying for the open. Next thing I'm all over the place. Well. That's anchoring me handicap very much down there. Oh, so that that's coming out next. Oh. <laughs> Kev's not playing a tournament now forever. I'm, gonna, I'm playing tomorrow and I'm going to play the uh, Alliance at least. I won't have my card I'm not shying away from it. No, no. Because so it's, a, it's a reflection of current form and the new system, the new handicap system in my eyes is good. Oh, right. You play a few good rounds and you go down. You play a few bad rounds, you go up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, top eight and twenty, isn't it? So I think it's more about the consistency because exactly, you know, if you got a full season, what you play a full season, don't you? We play it from what April to the end of September, so we've got what six months there, haven't we? Mm. Um, you're playing one a week. You're probably only getting about thirty tournaments a year, aren't you? So, so it averages out for a season. That you, season you reflect yeah. exactly what your average score is, whereas then point ones and coming down like loads, it's it's not a true reflection. I don't think of form. I like the new system, to be honest. Well, I'll, um, I'll let you know next week if I like it, actually. <laughs> I could be a five or something. Well, talking about the new system, there was a potential for me to be even lower than you this weekend, you know? Shut up. Yeah. 37 stable for point out. That's your best return for a while. That's my best return probably in about... It's the only one under your handicap, don't you? Are you talking well these days? No, but listen, it was... Um, it was well, you're not 10 or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, me playing handicap 6.5, to be honest, is going to be reviewed off the back of that knock. I'm not sure what I'm going to go down to, but... Review just will be done instantly. What? It'll be done instantly on England. There was golf. an issue with the... Oh, you were it, an issue uh, with what, your scorecard? Score, no. <laughs> <laughs> there was an issue with the... Um, Magic pencil. Going, going in as a non-qualifier and a qualifier on the system. Uh, so you have to delete everything off and put it back on. And it's still getting fucking fixed. Fucking hell. He said I made so many birdies, I broke the system. <laughs> How many did you make? <laughs> Two. <laughs> back to back, though. Broke your, your system. <laughs> broke my system, yeah. Talk you through the round then. So, bogeyed the first with the three putts. Disappointed. I'm like, I'm at, I was only 15. Here we go again. Uh, here we go again, yeah. And then I missed another short one on three. So two over through three. No normal service resumes, yeah. I just went on a run of pars and then nice. birdie, birdie seven and eight, and all of a sudden I'm level par through eight, and I'm like, this is a strange Feeling, position. Yeah, this is a strange position to be in. Par nine, par ten, par eleven, and then I just did a bad four iron on um on twelve into the gorse bush, find it, and have to take relief, take a drop off and, the tee, off the tee. Yes, no, them short gorse bushes, short right. No, oh, yeah. I go into them. Oh, did you put it there? Yeah, put it there. Oh, my yeah, God. I know. That's what, yeah, it was just one of them. I think I got my confidence up that well. I'd forgot me routine and just yeah. swung it, like thinking this. There's no way this isn't going down the middle. I'm playing unbelievable yeah, level yeah. party. Yeah. I've been there. Um, and yeah, just a bad shot. Made a double there, um, and then pad the next. So I'm two over through thirteen, getting a really good score. By the way, after nine, I'm on twenty-two stable for points. By the way, Sick forty that. stable point stable for points won the tournament. Um. And then, yeah, I just, I finished with five fives. Oof. So I was six over for the last seven holes and finished six over in total. So that's me bust this week. It's just, oh. you know. I, you know I, what? It's it's pressured again, isn't it? It is, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It it's pressure. it's pressured. It's, it's not known, not I being d- in the unfamiliar territory. It is, and I've been playing quite a lot recently because I'm looking forward to Portugal. I don't want to disappoint the lads in the team. I want to play half decent. But one interesting thing about I this, am the lads in the team, and you're already disappointed <laughs> me. <laughs> Why, That's why I'm knocking that 66 out for the lads in the team. <laughs> Going off five like a ringer, yeah. <laughs> Cheers, it. yoga golf dad. <laughs> yeah, so that was me bust. Just um, it it was good because like I know I haven't like, I've shot what 77 there off the Ellers. Do you know what I mean? I haven't shot, I haven't broke 80 for a while. To be honest, mm. I've always been around 80, 82. Um, and it was just good to know that like I've shot a 77, but that was probably the worst it could have been. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That could have easily been a 72, 73 there. Just, you, you know yourself how you've hit your irons, how you've chipped, how you've putted. Like, if you made a mental mistake, like I know every time I've been playing lately, it's been bad decisions and, and mental mistakes that have been putting me to that four over, five over. Yeah. Whereas 
if they'd made two errors different or two better choices, I didn't actually strike any bad shots or it can be one bad swing and stuff. It's not, you know what you've done out there, whether whether you, you play like you usually where you're all yeah. over the place and holding putts or you've played a bit more solid, don't you? No, that's it. A lot more fairways, a lot more greens getting it. Don't get me wrong. It was off the yellows and the, 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 there were shorter tees as well. Yeah. So it wasn't playing as difficult. It doesn't matter, as just, it doesn't matter does still it? You've got to play the shots. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, but, no, I um, I played Saturday as well. Um, I don't think we're shortening the course like makes it that much easier. No, no. Sometimes it can make it, it harder. Just, it just made the, it was easier for me in a sense that it took the three without my hands and put the four iron in my hands. Yeah. And I'm a lot more consistent off the tee with the four iron than I am the three woods. And I didn't need the driver all day. Yeah. So um, because I didn't hit one single drive, then the likelihood of that shot which left or right, you just don't know right, what, just what's where it's going anywhere but straight. Um, that wasn't in the bag on Sunday. But my bust was just the way it ended. But then there's also a bird, you know. I finished third in the tournament. Nice. So it wasn't too bad. And I'll, I'll, um, I'll keep everyone finishing the season on a high because you've had a bit of a since we started the pod. It's all been negative for your golf, and it? so it's good yeah. to have a bit of positivity it's, it's in yours. Self, it's self inflicted though because I haven't played. Yeah, that's mean? it. So I, I mean, I've got I've gone it's to practice doing it more than playing. Yeah, well, I've gone to see David a few times. You know, David's told me what I need to work on. And then I've spent a few weeks working on it, and you just go back to a routine. You don't play for a couple of weeks; you just go back to thinking you're doing it a certain. Oh, you lose And you need to consistently go back to your coach and make sure that you're staying on top. Like, what, like we on. like we spoke at, uh, earlier on the season, we've done our goals and stuff like that. You've got to be going once a month. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. To see a coach. Yeah. Yeah. To stay on top of it, you know. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and I've been going. If you wanted to get better at anything, like if you were gonna, let's say, learn guitar, you wouldn't just go once, would you? You'd have to go constantly and yeah. practice and get better and better and better. Yeah. It's the same thing with golf. There's more components to golf than the guitar. Yeah, exactly. So I don't understand why people go once a year. I can't like, I can't go out and expect to break 80 and shoot comfortably five, six over every time I play, if I'm playing, like once every couple of weeks. It's evident now. I've played Saturday, Sunday for the last three weeks in a row. And you're getting better. And this Sunday was the best score. Exactly. It's not a coincidence. No way. I mean? I've been going the range, taking taking Hardy the range. And... That's a boss one, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Hardy loves golf. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. So I've been taking Hardy the range, letting air hit 10, 10 balls while I hit 50, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, of course. And that's what I'm going to keep doing, obviously. And then Portugal, as much as we're going to enjoy it, I, do wanna, I don't want to go out there and play crap, do you know what I mean? I wanna, no, I definitely. Like it's... I wanted to be like proper winter training. Like I wanted to, my goal was to treat Turkey as a training camp, but my goal was to keep, uh, treat this as a training camp as well. Let's see what happens. Well, <laughs> when I put a beer in your hand. I, I said to Paul that I played two rounds in um, in Norwich and I'd like the second round, like I said, if I had to do it again, I had like a, a decent bevy on the Saturday and I had a bevy on the Sundays. Like if I had to play today now, I'd like, I wouldn't be able to do it. Like I'm fucked. And he texts saying, you're on a drinking ban then in Portugal. I was like, perfect. Exactly what I needed to hear that. Yeah, definitely. So how many days have you got between when we finish our one to when you play that one with Paul? When does that start? That starts on the 17th. So you've got the 16th off, which is the Monday. Well, we've got the 15th and 16th off. Well, there you go. Have a bevy then. That's what I really yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. But he wants us there, team meetings, and like get ready for it. And that's you know what I mean. I think I've ever used that. Like, do you know what? I'm just not even going to make myself any promises. Anything could happen. I, I could be off the that. handle every night. Yeah, we'll see how the golf goes day one. We'll keep you updated on the gram anyway. Um, right. Sorry, your bust. My bust was you being right, which I ate, and it was like the world like crumbled. Like and Tiger won the Masters, and Molinari was dumping it in the water, and like. Everything just fell in his lap. It all just fell to Fitzpatrick and just made you right as I was watching it. I was like, these are crumbling here. Everyone <laughs> well, was putting in the water and he just plodded on, like, which we'll obviously come on to now. But well, just... that'll bring us nicely onto the Andalusia Masters then. Yeah, exactly. So basically, obviously, Sodberg has hit it down, going down 17 into the trees, hasn't he? And then. Out of bounds, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, OB, yeah. Couldn't find it. That's a place three after T, went for it, like, and it ended up making seven. Like th- had a three putt, so he crumbled. He was he had a two shot lead at that point, and then playing with uh, Fitzpatrick was Lipsky and Laurie Cantor. They both put it in the water on seventeen, yeah. and then Fitzpatrick was further up. I don't think he was going to lay up, but it, to be fair to him, like he just stepped on a five iron, put it back edge, didn't he? Yeah, made a birdie, and he'd made fifteen pars in a row up to the hole before birdie did, and all of a sudden he's in the lead, and it's like, I think this is just written in the stars for Mark to have. 
nailed it exactly <laughs> what he what, what has happened. Well, that's it. You caught you know, it's you look at the field and the experience in the field. You had John Ramon, and second favorite was Matt Fitzpatrick. And when you look at Fitzpatrick's form and how he's played over the last, particularly the rather and he's pronounced for his putting as well, isn't he? He's very pronounced for his putting, <laughs> plural, <laughs> plural. Um, so yeah, he's you know, I, I, I fancied them just for the fact that. All of these players, Rory McIlroy, a lot of them, the Tyrrell, and they're all going to look at themselves after the Ryder Cup and just be so disappointed. And they'll have to reflect. All professionals reflect. They talk about it all the time, don't they? Reflecting on the good things, the bad things, and surely for Fitzpatrick in particular, he'll look back at that and think he should have been playing more. Do you know what I mean? Get yeah, in activity. Well, it's looked like we we um, spoke about Sung Jim there last week. Activity, getting him the victories, like we're putting that down to it, and. We're a big believer in uh, activity, aren't we, on the show? Well, that's it. Well, I, I I know, obviously, I'm nowhere near the standards of any professional, never mind the top professionals, but I even mentioned there I've played consistently the last three weeks and I'm starting to play better. So, you know, the more you play um, competitively, then the more likely you are to perform. And you just feel so comfortable on the European tour, Matt Fitzpatrick. I just thought it all fell into place. A tight course, uh, you know, he's pronounced for us putting, as I mentioned, <laughs> plenty of times. Um, but I just think in general terms, like, he just suited the bill for that course, yeah. that setup, and everything. And it obviously a tough track and could have happened. One bad shot and you, you're looking at double in the face. And John Ram is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Um, obviously blew up the first two rounds and he was, he was going home. But you know, I think it was just an unbelievable event. and No, it was, definitely. A and challenging tournament. I think it was patience that won Fitzpatrick there. Do you think so? Just, well, making 15 pass in a row can be difficult on the mind, can't it, for these players? Like, yeah. And, like, it, it can become boring or, like, you get complacent or you get impatient. There's so many ways it can go and he just stayed patient and look at the, pulled look, it off. You look at the cut mark, the cut mark five over. Is that what it was? Yeah, cut mark was five over. So, you know, shooting... Level par for as many holes as you've just 15 holes, 15 pars in a row. He's probably gaining on the field, that's yeah. like, yeah, that's probably like being five or six under around the summit at NCJ. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, maybe, maybe seven, eight under. So, you know, it's just the the course, the way it was set up, everything was just asking for people to make mistakes. No, of and course, it was just yeah. good to see a different style of golf. Well, we, as we called it, John Ram um, putting on a show in front of his home fans again, <laughs> point to prove again, just. <laughs> Nowhere to be seen, was he? It's interesting, isn't it? I don't know what you put that down to. Because I don't know why the European, sorry to butt in, the European tour continue to just show John Ram, even though he's chopping it about the place. Like, world number one, yeah, I get it. Like, he's 11 over. Get the cameras off him. There's people in the park. People doing doing boss stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. They just have a dams a feature group, don't they? And they can't really leave him. Then he's just, he's, He's television, isn't he? That's what he is. He's just they get, they get left if it wasn't John Ram. I know, yeah. I've been yeah. working for Sky when they've said leg him. <laughs> He's shite. Move on, yeah. Remember this lad? He had like six shanks in a row. Um, Argentinian fella, I can't remember his name right now, but he had like six shanks in a row. And I was on the mic for him, just kept picking it up. The Sky fella said, like, "Get out of there, get out of there." Anders Romero. Oh yeah, Anders Romero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said six shanks in a row. Did he said, yeah. "Just get out of there." Yeah, no, the John Ram situation's a weird one, isn't it? Because he missed the... Obviously, he was one of the people who performed well in the Ryder Cup, weren't he? Obviously, his relationship with Garcia, and he got he picked up some points. But then he, he missed the cut in the fourth net, didn't he? And we said, is it should he really be playing? Playing it, it yeah. He missed the cut in the fourth net. Um, was that the week before the Ryder yeah, Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, he played, it? didn't he? He played, what? He, he played, played the week, the week before. before the That's the tournament. tournament we just jibbed him. We just, we just <laughs> we didn't, didn't do know. the pot we, that week. We didn't even, yeah, we didn't know there was a um, tournament. And then and then he's missed another cut again this week. So yeah. it's like two cuts missed. Handsomely it's, missed the cut. We don't know this, but like are we seeing a are we seeing a dip in form the same we've seen with DJ? You look at they the all go the, through it. You look at the yeah, like how again we always talk about it. We were blessed with Tiger Woods yeah. and what he gave us all the years, the consistency, but did he get to a certain point where the, the form just dramatically drops? And are we seeing that from John Ram? Or is this just, you know, he's not taking it as serious? He's a he's home comforts, he's probably just thinking, I'm at home with my family, I want to spend time with them, and this is just an event I'm playing. Like it's go the range, or do you play with your newborn baby, do you know what I mean? You're multi-millionaire, like, you're best, like what, the sacrifice, Priority. you know? Priorities like Yeah, like, and obviously it is, you can, you can, you don't have to be an expert or, a, or know him to know that. He obviously hasn't been practising, has he? No, definitely not. Do you know one thing I was going to talk about John Ram last week? Do you know why his swing is so short? 
because of his foot. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. It was an interview that came out about three months ago. I think. I was going to put that in my quiz last week. Was you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can't you would have you you got one, one, one point then. You got a club foot. Yeah. Yeah. Club yeah. foot. Yeah. When he was younger or something. Yeah. He's he had operations or something, so he can only turn on it so much. It restricts him. So he just he's always swung like that, hasn't he? Mad, isn't he? He's one of those great, fa- great fact. <laughs> Expected yeah. you to be astounded there, like the osteopath. <laughs> not this time, not this time. Mm. Moving on to the CJ. Yeah, well, you you mentioned there, didn't you, about your birdie, Rory, kicking it off. He's now joined the club of 20 victories on the PJ Tour. Well, 20 victories and then an elite club of under the age of 32 to get to. Um, oh, so the age as well. The age as well, yeah. Oh, very good, yeah. So you've got... Arnie Palmy, Casper, Billy Casper, Jack Nicholas, Tom Watson, Phil Mickelson, and Woods all got 20 victories before the age of 32. Ah, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Tiger. Have I guess all Tiger was? I got 20. Oh, 24. 24, yeah. Was he, yeah. yeah. Should have put that in your quiz. I'd have been two out of two there. I know. <laughs> um, back in the top world's top 10 as well for Rory. He's up to eighth after that victory. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think. A great start to the season, and then when you look at the start he had pre-COVID, he'd I think he won one tournament, and then there was a record where he had like five events in a row where he went outside the top five, a couple of seconds, a couple of thirds, yeah, and a fifth I think it was, and then obviously COVID hit. Then he'd had his his child, hadn't he? He'd become a father for the first time. He was adapting to life as a father in a COVID environment, a lockdown environment, and then he come out of that, and he just didn't seem to kick on did he and he struggled changed his coat obviously went with Pete Cohen um, with a new coach and then won the, the, the tournament that same week Yeah, and you're thinking is that a placebo effect well, was the just, Wells, was Wells Fargo Wells Fargo yeah, yeah. you know just he'd, he'd won the Wells Fargo is that a placebo effect is it just one of them things where something new is happening do you know what I mean and, and, and he was open and honest about chasing speed as well weren't he and, yeah of course you know it said that that affected his golf swing he was going after um, distance and it effect, it impacted his ability to swing it the way within himself. So, and he's now coming out and said, "Doesn't he that um, what was he? What was I just this? need to be me? I just need to be me." Yeah. So, you know, I think he seems like such a nice guy where he's always trying to please other people, isn't he? Yeah. Did you get that from him? Like, it's a good trait to have because obviously it's nice. But sometimes in professional sport, you hear it all the time. There's that element of selfishness, isn't there? Maybe, yeah. Maybe not prioritising golf in the way the way he should have been. And, you know, now he's he's said, I'm just being myself, I'll do me. And that's obviously reaping the rewards because of course, yeah. winning winning that tournament and shooting shooting the lights out. Well, I've got a couple of stats there of Rory, even though you, you, you usually do Go that. Um, so off the tee, he was second off the tee, strokes gained. So he got um, 5.46, which was obviously which, what you'd expect. But then T to green, he was seventeenth, still gaining four point seven off the tee. His approach, he was actually he was sixty seventh with his approach. Right, okay. So he was he actually lost three uh, three point. That's where he struggles always, well, yeah. isn't it? He actually lost three point three six um, shots on that on his approach. Still but won. then as around the greens, he was fifth, to, gaining two point eight seven shots on the field. But his biggest one for the week, was, as we always say, is put. Where was he the putting? First. Was he, yeah? Plus 6.03 for Putton. And That's that, big, yeah. The last time he was first in stroke game Putton on the PG Tour, he won. The Wells Fargo, again. So it just shows you, doesn't it? Exactly. You know, they all put themselves in that position. But I think with Rory especially, he does make a lot of mistakes in the approach game, doesn't he? I remember seeing one of his shots where he, he's playing with... just Was it Justin Thomas who was playing with the first couple of days? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, JT's nutted one down the middle. Um can't remember what hole it was. And Rory's a good 30, 40 yards past him. He's got like 108 into the green and he misses the green. It's a pin, right pin. And he misses the pin, misses the green by about 20 yards to the right from 108 yards. And he, that just seems to be where he always seems to struggle. Um, he needs the up game up, don't he? Just tell him to start aiming left there, doesn't he? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But I just think with, with Rory, that's always been the weakness in this game. And I know Pete Cohen come out and said that that's what they were going to prioritise yeah. and work on. But it doesn't surprise me that his approach to the green was 67th there. Um, but 67, though, you're not talking a, a full field either. You're talking 78 players yeah, with yeah. a withdrawal, so 77 players. Exactly, yeah. So he's, he's near the bottom of the... the yeah. But that's... But well in the bottom quarter, really. The only way that, while he's playing like that, the only way he's going to win is if he's holding putts. And then that's what he's done. Scrambling, getting up and down. But even to win by one as well, by the with the... Um, 
with Morikawa shooting the lights out on that Sunday as well. It's fine yeah, arm, wasn't it? quality that one. Eh? Yeah, he let him, he let him Rory off the hook a bit though, didn't he? Because the twelfth, which they were all they were driving when yeah, he basically yeah. in Badian and fourteen, which they were <clears throat> handy up in two. Yeah, it's he Morikawa power both of them. After being eight when he was eight under, yeah, exactly. You had so you just fifty nine. Watch all oh, of course, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's... It's you again, isn't it? <laughs> Every time you, think... I, I didn't call it this time. I Every didn't call t- this one. Oh, didn't you? I thought you did. I might have done that. Actually, yeah. yeah. I thought you put it out there. Yeah, I possibly did. Yeah, sorry, Mori Cowell. Sorry, um, but um, do you know how many sixty two is the word in the event? Well, I was just about to say, um, Streb put um, shot eleven under, didn't he, in the first round, sixty one. Yeah, he was leading oh, yeah, after the was, first yeah. round. Yeah, and Keith Mitchell was second, Keith. 10 under, yeah. And I want to talk about Keith Mitchell. Doesn't he sneak about the place? Yeah, well, Rory was very complimentary of him, weren't he? Was he, yeah? Rory didn't came see, out and didn't said see him that, say. like, um, he's, he's played a few tournaments with him, and he's just, like, he's sneaky good. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's really, Sneaky's really the word, good. isn't it? Yeah, he's like, he doesn't he doesn't seem to, like, when you, you don't mention, when you talk about the best players in the world, you don't mention Keith Mitchell. But I think it's because his name's Keith Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, you don't. You don't put him in the same in the same category as, as the top players in the world. But I think it's that hat. It's that hat, isn't it? <laughs> the name and a hat. Keith wearing that Keith hat. Keith with that hat. Doing him no favors. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So yeah, four sixty twos the way. And you mentioned Sick the sixty one you know. there. Well, yeah. um, Rory had Rory had it on Saturday. Obviously, Keith Mitchell on the Thursday. And Mori Cower and Taylor Gooch both had 62s on the Sunday. Well, so it was a bit of a um, birdie fest out there, wasn't it? You know, it's one of them. It's the first time they've had that tournament. Like next time they go there, they have to put the tees back, green slicker. Like, well, CJ Cup will be back in Korea. No, yeah, it goes over to Korea. Well, I mean, if they ever have another tournament at that, at there, because that was the first time, wasn't it? That summer, it was lovely. Though, oh, look, boss, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Um, 17, 17 under was good enough to get you tied 25th. That's all you were getting for 17 under for four. It's mad, isn't it? It's just. You well, know, Hudson Swafford there shot seven under first round, and like you think you'd be leading after that. He was thinking he made the top five. <laughs> he <struggled laughs> the cut. <laughs> Even though there wasn't one. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just before we move on, I just want to mention Big Dick Rick. Who? Ricky, Ricky Fowler. Fowler. Yeah. But they were all singing, mate. The I thought Phoenix there was a Oak. new um, new player on tour there. <laughs> they were all singing it too, mate. No, the Phoenix Oak. Yeah, when they, yeah, yeah. When he was at the Rick. 17th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, $40 million in 13 seasons is, is what he's won. He's become, again, another one of these players who's become part of an, a lucrative group. Um, he's only the 24th player to reach that milestone. 40 million. 40 million, yeah. Over the 13 seasons. Um, obviously, we've seen last season, didn't we, Spieth returning to winning ways um, because obviously we threatened him with his PJ tour card. Well, we, we, we threatened Ricky as well, didn't we? Obviously, he's, he must have tuned into the pod and listened. I just want to hear them, them say it, me. I want yeah, to hear them congratulating us and saying thank you well, for this for spreading us on. Yeah, sometimes you know what I mean. We we'll just we'll just sit in the background. We'll sit in the background. We'll just, we'll just we'll just deal with it. Yeah, Ricky Fowler outside the world's top hundred for the first time in God knows how long. And I think you know sometimes you just need that kick, don't you? To like come on, I've really got to do it. But he did. He's come out and he said everyone's gone through ups and downs in golf. Um, of course, when you're in the low points, there's times when you wonder. Am I ever going to be back in this back at that position of being good? You know it um, yourself, though, don't you? Well, You've probably just been through that, haven't you? Yeah, we said obviously you believe you can, but there's still those thoughts in the back of your mind. Think, can I ever get to that ability? There's obviously, some lonely nights on the range, isn't there? Of for course. them, not for me. I mean, yeah, oh no, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, but just a bit of a disappointing fan around from him, wasn't it? Really? I think yeah, maybe the maybe a similar thing. With McElroy kicking on. Similar thing happened to Speed, didn't it? When he was coming back, he got himself into that position a few, a few times, times yeah. a couple of second places where he was leading going into the final round and just let it. And then he eventually got that win. So it'd be interesting to see how, how Fowler does. He's there um, at the Zozo this week. So obviously, yeah. hopefully, he can kick on with that form. Um, and, you know, a couple of top 10 finishes to get him back in the rhythm. And then we'll, we'll eventually see him winning again. Well, um, I th- yeah, I think it impacted Rory's celebration as well, didn't it? Yeah, the friends aren't. Yeah, because he was like, he just sort of tapped it in and was like, hmm, thank you, and like walked away. And it was like, yeah, but this is what I mean about Rory being nice and being like a bit doesn't want to. He's, piss. he's million percent got foul in his mind as he's over that put. But this one, like, that's what I'm saying before about Rory. Like, he needs to have that ruthlessness about him if he wants to win more. I think he's got to that point in his career where he's a top tap. Like, Rory can go out and win every week. He's got, of course, yeah. he's got that ability to be the player. That, like, 
like your, your Brooks Kepka, your DJ. Like he is one of them players, even though he was outside the top fifteen in the world, he is he is a potential world number one golfer in the world. But he was, he was, yeah. But that's you know what I mean? he's still got that in him. Of course. But I just think, like, like you say, that if he is tapping putts in, thinking he doesn't want to upset Ricky Fowler, that's not the mentality. Well, you know, you know that he did right because he he had, he had two putts to win. He putted it up, and then he went to tap it in. Whereas everyone knows, if you got to tap in to win, you mark, yeah, mark it, it, get out the way, let everyone go, and then you tap it in, get your applause. He, he walk, walked up, looked at Fowler, tapped it in, and walked off, and then the crowd couldn't really give him much oomph because there were still players left to play. Yeah. So well, I don't know why he done that. It may, yeah, maybe just, yeah, I don't know. You could see the disappointment in Ricky Fowler. Maybe, and, yeah. And but... that, that's what he's done. But it does go back to that point where you think, you know, you've also got a job to do. Do you know what I mean? Of you're course. Not, you're not in the position that you want to be, so you need to... Something needs to like change. if you're not going, you, you know, before you sign up for the tournament that you're playing against them. Them, do you know what I mean? You're out there to beat them, yeah. no matter what they do. Yeah. So it's like boxers go in the ring and they fight each other, each other and, and hug. The best mates. Yeah, yeah. UFC, and, and like, UFC elbowing each other in the head and the next with the hugging. Yeah. Obviously, golf's not that type of sport, but it's still that competitive nature. Where of you course. Go in, you go, you go beat in. each other's brains out, even if it's just for a cup of coffee. <laughs> David Shack Lady. Shack Lady quote. Quotation, yeah. But no, um, I enjoyed the golf this week. Obviously, it was a it was a tale of two different tournaments, wasn't it? You've got a very, very tough, challenging, so difficult to make a birdie uh, over a Valderrama, and then at the summit for the season. birdie fest. Vegas, it was like whoever made the most birdies wins, whereas it was mm-hmm. pars on the other one. And obviously, congrats to um we had three UK winners there then. Yeah. Rory, Fitty, and Charlie Hulso. Boss. Um, Europe on the up. We'll have more of that, please. Definitely. Um, quiz time. Oof. You ready? Go on. Let me just turn this born uh, ready. Turn this laptop. I know you cheated times, so oh, yeah. Um, so after Rory's victory, there he's now assumed 34 37.4 million euros. That's how much he's earned in his career. Uh, and that puts him second in the all time list of European money earners. Who's first? Drop multi choice or. I had a name in my head, so yeah. Yeah. I want multiple, yeah, multiple choice, yeah. Okay, was it Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, Henrik Stenson, or Luke Donald? Well, I had Westwood. I was going to say Westwood before you done it, so I'm going to have to pick Westwood. Yeah, Westwood. Is it, yeah? Yeah. He's only eight. Well, I was going to say Target at first. The European money list, top. But, yeah. Yeah, top European money list. On the, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, because Target's won well more than that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tiger's caddies one more than that. I think so. <laughs> yeah, so um, he's only eight hundred thousand behind Westwood now. Oh yeah, he'll look so well he's, doing. He's gonna, well he's, doing. I think he's going to do that. Yeah. So um, plus five. Second question: Plus five. The cut mark this week on the European Tour. Uh, can you name the other events where the cut was plus five? On the European Tour? No. Um, just in the season, across the tours. Do you get a multiple choice, like? Or? Do you want a multiple choice? Obviously. Yeah. So That's how we do it, isn't it? It was it the US Open, the PJ Championship, the Genesis at Riviera, or the Masters? That not helped you. Uh, the Genesis is a curveball, and I feel like it's that, <laughs> but I just <laughs> made you curveball. Yeah. Like the Genesis. No. The US Open. No. Fuck off. <laughs> PJ. It was. was it? Yeah, Kiowa Island. Yeah. Oh my god! Of course it was. Yeah. Yeah, tough gaff to play. Genesis, man, you killed me off with that there. <laughs> Just a little curveball in there. Lovely. Okay, um, Tiger Woods is planning a return to golf in the future, as we've spoke about, and he's host of the Hero Challenge at the beginning of December, of which he's won the most. How many times has he won it? Is it three, four, five, or six? Six, I want to say. Five. Oh. Uh, I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me how many times he's been runner-up. Eight. Five. Fuck off again. Five wins, five <laughs> runner-ups, yeah. Uh, final question. Um, John Ram recorded his highest ever score on the European Tour, opening up with a 78 on day one of Valderrama, and he went on to miss the cut. How many times has John Ram missed the cut since 2019? So the 19 season, 20 season, 21 season, and obviously it include the, um, the two events. That he's Not many. Season. Is it <laughs> six, eight, 10 or 12? I wouldn't have thought it would be that high, you know. I'm going to have to go with six. Yeah, six is right. Yes, two questions <laughs> right. In 2019, he missed back-to-back cuts of the PJ Championship and the Charles Schwab. 
And then in 2020, he missed the Charles Schwab. So in 20... Hates the Charles Schwab, didn't he? Say, and then I had a look in 2021, he never played the Charles Schwab. <laughs> <laughs> he missed the cut of the Wells Fargo. And then this season, as I mentioned before, he's missed at the Fortinet and now the Andalusia Masters. So he's missed two this season already. No way. Um, so yeah, that's the quiz over. You got two. Two out of 50%. 50%. What percent was you again? If you're happy with that. What percent was you? What's, uh, what's, <laughs> what's, what's percent of nothing? <laughs> Well, it um, brings us nicely on then to the final event of the uh, Spanish Swing on the European Tour. Three events um, over to the... Well, it's actually an Iberian Swing, and yeah. it's not the final event. It's a, it's called... It's a new... the new um, It's a new tournament schedule, and it was established in the reworking of the tours, European Tour schedule to form a four-part event, Iberian Swing. So it finishes next week at the Portugal Masters. Oh, was that included in it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just a Spanish swing for the three of them. Okay. Um, so have that. Okay, there we go. Now someone's done the research for once. <laughs> for once. Oh, my God. One day I turned up with no notes and I'm judged by that. <laughs> yeah, so no, I thought there was just three events and then Portugal. Well, that's to be fair, this, obviously it does finish in Spain here this week, but it's I, I just the we're funny both, the only reason I just let that go, but it just that was part of me notes. So I thought <laughs> I'm not letting them <laughs> say that. Them go, yeah. um, but no, yeah, European tour is back this week in um, Spain. Yeah, not the strongest of fields, but no. to return for Slattery and Mansell. Uh, um, Mansell, yeah, I seen he was back. He's back playing there. Yeah, he's he's on the European tour. Reduced um pace this one. Down to the first event was 1.5 million euros. Then last week was 3 million euros. This one's down to 1 million euros. Back down to a million. But this is obviously the first time that they've played um, the the Mallorca Golf Open, as it's called. Um, the inaugural. The inaugural, yeah. This inaugural. Um, it was when the uh, it was a late edition because the trophy Hassan, um, which takes place in Morocco, was postponed. So obviously the that that Morocco event was taken out and this was was put in place. And if you remember the Portuguese Masters, that was meant to be earlier on in the season. Yeah, it COVID, got moved, didn't it? That got moved. I yeah. Remember, so, yeah. Um, bit of bit of rejigging around it. Also, one youngster to look out for. I like obviously one to watch. I know we haven't done a segment, but we could potentially do a segment on on this guy, Matty Schmidt, the German. Matty um, Schmidt, yeah, he's sick. Yeah. He was in PJ Tour and everything, didn't he? No, Matty Schmidt. It's a different guy. Matty Schmidt, different guy. <laughs> Matty Schmidt and Matthias Schmidt. Yeah, what? different guys, yeah. So Matty Schmidt, um, German youngster, he played in the European Open, German European Open, um, oh, as right. an amateur, and then turned professional. Wasn't that him? Just come out of college. No, Matty Schmidt. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He hasn't Matty... played the PGA Tour, no, he just started out as a professional. We'll do a one-to-watch segment and we'll get full... Um, We'll get full. Just make sure when you do the one-to-watch, you don't get the wrong player. Yeah. I'll try. But yeah, no, like you mentioned there, the Portuguese Masters is next week. And then um, Dubai Championship from the 11th of November while we're in Portugal. Lad. Lovely, yeah. And then uh, the DP World Tour, 18th to the 21st of November. That'll conclude the season. So Sick. we're getting to the end of it. Um, yeah, and we'll just see see how that goes. Well, this is at the um, this week's at the Golf Centre Ponza. You're yeah. out in New York, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. 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 You, you obviously didn't go anywhere near this place, did you? No, no. no. Definitely not, no. But I had a little look at it. Um, Par 70, 7,156 yards this yeah. one. And it's the first time that the European Tour have been on the island in 10 years. Seeing if it's been some heavy winners before, and like Seve and um, a few of the Spanish greats have won, and there's a good few Spanishes in the field. Like, Yeah, it's packed. I fancy, it? I fancy um, Adrianos to take this one, you know. Do you, yeah. He's played well, didn't he, last um, couple of weeks back. and yeah. He had a nightmare at the Valderrama, but most of them did. Yeah, he? exactly. That's yeah, no, that's not really a reflection, it. is it? No, as it beats not. them up mentally. But yeah, Mark Heimer back in the field as well. Um, yeah. Headline in the field, really, isn't he? Mm. The best, most strongest player Definitely, in there. Yeah, I'm going to go Matty Schmid, me. Matty Schmid or the, or the other <laughs> fella? <laughs> Matty Schmid, yeah, the young German guy. He's performed well when he's played on the European Tour yeah. this season. Uh, I think he's made every cut. Fact check that one. But um, yeah, I just it'd be interesting to see how he gets on. But the, the field's not the strongest, so. Um, it's a good chance for these people to get like yeah. younger ones, like to get a good win, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, we you, you win on the European Tour and you get your exemptions, don't you? So, be interested to see how he goes. Um, talking about it being on an island, it's like the each hole's on an island as well. It's just water everywhere. And it looks heavy, yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a definitely a ball striker's course. Um, I've, I, do you know what? Just speaking about water, there, I've only noticed how many balls I lose, how much it cost me to play for me all. You know, like played <laughs> two courses there, there was a drop of water, I didn't lose one, but played the same ball both rounds. 
lost a few in the third league, haven't you? Well, I lose to me. I lose two, three balls. Even just putting one down to make me second, and I lose it. Like I, I must lose <laughs> three or four balls around. Like you know, what I mean? it's costing me an extra ten in a round to play. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> to come I to play it. where there's no water. Oh my god! It's like what is going on? I know. We're talking about it being a ball striker's course. That's exactly what the Zozo Championship, the Accordia Golf Narashano Country Club. Yeah, last time it was there, what happened? Oh, big Tiger Spudsy. Tired Sam Sneed's record of 82 in it. Yeah. Now he's gone on to beat that now when he won the uh, Tour Champs. But the um, yeah, last time it was at this event, returning to Japan, um, Tiger Woods took the victory in 2019. And talk about doing a ball strikers course, it was him and uh, Matsuyama who went head-to-head. I know. Um, and that Tiger held them off. Like, um, remember Matsuyama was holding a few putts and the Tiger was holding them on top of him. It was, it was great, wasn't it? Was it was one after the other, yeah, back-to-back. Yeah, it was great. It was great telly, wasn't it? It's... Measuring a little more than 7,000 yards, par 70. So, yeah. in, in terms of PJ Tour average, it is short. But what's deceiving about it? You've got five par, par threes that are all under 200 yards, which brings the yardage average down. Yeah, right. Yeah, so there is some lengthy lengthy ones out there. Um, I mentioned there, it being a ball striker's course, there's not much room off the greens. You know what I mean? So, yeah. the greens, the, the small targets, and if obviously if you if you miss the greens, there's a lot of trouble. So, Scrambling's going to play a key part. I fancy Morikawa, me. Um, yeah, he's coming in with a bit of boss form, isn't he, from yeah. the, from what he's just done there? I, I, of course, yeah. Best iron. They say best iron striker, don't they? So, no, yeah, definitely. You know, I think um, I'm think i I'm backing Morikawa this week. Morikawa, Schmidt, this week. Yeah. Well, last time out, it was at um, they had to do it at Sherwood Country Club, and Patrick Cantley got his first victory of the season on yeah. route to winning the whole thing. So yeah, this where it all kicked off for him. Was yeah, yeah. But I didn't see if he was in the field um, this week, Cantley. I don't think he is because Morikawa and, no. and Tommy are the only ones headlining it. No, yeah, you've got um, Morikawa, Tommy Hideki Matsuyama, Xander Shoffley is playing, um, Will Zalatoris, Matt Wallace, Neiman, Bradley, and Norren. Um, no, they are headliners. Matsuyama. Playing, yeah. I fancy him to show off in front of his home crowd like John Rounded. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, plenty of golf to look forward to. Of course, yeah, yeah. many percent. Yeah. But I was, um, they're actually, I was speaking to Finnis on the range of the day, he was saying that they can only practice in on their own. They can't even play with other players. But then yeah, there's still 5,000 fans allowed at the event every day. So, Is that I don't know what. International different restrictions. Must be, must be something, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see how the go- see how the golf goes. I don't know how the time um differences work and normally this one's early hours in the morning, isn't it? Yeah, you just catch the thing, don't you? That's the, the highlights, yeah. But we'll certainly be back next week to talk about it, won't we? A million percent, can't wait for it. But until then, we'll uh, see you all soon. Ciao.